0: Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nutsch on Live 95. School books, stationery, lunch, possibly sports clothes and many other items are carried to school in the school bag, which can make the weight of a school bag very heavy for a child. Day in and day out, kids carry them. But is it damaging to a child's back? Can it be prevented? And indeed, how do you know if it may be damaging your child? And very much in focus this week with schools returning. And we're joined by Dr. Ed Sordillo, chiropractor based in Dora Doyle in Limerick. Ed, good morning. You're very welcome. Good to see you. Great to um, see you, Joe. Thank you. So what impact can a heavy bag have on a
1: child's back? So I think um, if, the, if the weight maybe is uh, focused in one area of the body that may potentially be a problem for somebody I think generally we're good where people are good weight carriers we're good movers and I think that's really where the focus needs to be with kids so yes when you're putting the school bag on their back make sure that the weight is distributed as well throughout the bag as you can make sure that they're wearing both shoulder straps which is very difficult to do with teenagers I totally understand that but if they have both uh, if they have the weight distributed across their shoulders, that helps. Some of the uh, the bags will have a strap around the waist, which again helps distribute weight a little bit more evenly over the back. Don't let it hang too low and certainly don't have it hanging off of one shoulder. Those are the, the primary pitfalls that we see. Is it possible, Ed that a
0: child may be doing damage, but that it won't manifest itself until later
1: in life? There's always potential, but there' the same potential that the birth process has, the same potential that maybe uh, some uh, womb presentations might have. So everything we do, learning to walk, uh, you know, f- the falls that we take, mishandling, all of these things impact us to some degree. And those are the things that we see in the office that show up in eight, nine, ten, eleven year olds. So we, we see kids, we see plenty of children throughout their early stages in the office with different complaints, whether it's back pain, neck pain, uh, say limb pain or headaches. So it's not just adults who are being affected. I think there was a
0: presumption, you know, with the advances in tech that the whole concept of heavy bags on kids' backs would not be a factor anymore, but it still is.
1: It's hugely a factor, and it, it's one of those things that uh, I, I think we could talk about this year after year, but there's no will to change it. And is it, you know, sometimes I, again, I like to be practical. Sometimes I think, well, kids aren't going into mines anymore, you know, and, and so maybe there's that aspect of it. It doesn't mean we, want, we don't want to protect our kids and keep them safe. So what I would suggest parents are doing is from the very beginning, make sure your kids are active, Lots of movement. Because, look, let's face it. If we take the backpack off and all we have is the laptop, right, or the, the iPad, now we have a new issue, which is the child's even more sedentary. Yes. Right? So um
0: and, I, and I am... possibly
1: stooped over and... Absolutely. So this is another issue. So is that really better? Or are we tra- uh, trading one ill for another? So my first reaction, my visceral reaction to this is, Let's get kids moving more. They can't move enough. We are great movers as a species, so let's do more of that. More exercise. Get them out in a field and let them run. Get them on a track. We have beautiful tracks around now, whether it's the green area, the green space uh, uh, or uh, whether it's UL or all these wonderful places coming down here by the river. Get your kids out, get them moving more often and don't be afraid to let them play some sports. Uh, Yes, use your mouth guards and, of course, uh, shin shin pads and all of those things. But let's get our kids moving more. That's essentially how we're going to help them most. Okay. We're chatting to Ed Sardillo, who is a chiropractor based in Dura
0: Doyle in Limerick. Does the price of the bag you give your child
1: matter, or is it more how that bag is set up? I would say it's how it's set up. Good, uh, strong, thick shoulder pads – shoulder straps with good padding on them, that's going to help. Um, the, the cost of the bag doesn't really matter. The weight of the bag, they're all pretty light with these, uh, the new materials, they're very light, the nylon's light. So I don't think that's so much an issue. I think what you're looking for is being able to, to distribute the weight across their shoulders and maybe not let the straps hang down too low. That's another issue. Okay, why? So we don't want them having to arch their back because the weight of the backpack is pulling them backwards. So what we want them is, we we want our kids to be in a good neutral position, head over shoulders, shoulders and rib cage aligned, uh, ribs over your hips. These are the types of things that we're looking for. And when you're looking at your kids and you're seeing distortions in that in general, these are things that we should be looking at. Is there any material difference between a
0: six-year-old and a ten-year-old when it comes to this? That's a great question.
1: So I think much of that is going to be down to the individual child. Um, I think more or less six-year-olds are still probably in the place where they're wheeling bags into school, and whereas when we see somebody who is getting towards the secondary school age they're not gonna ever no child is ever going to use a wheelie bag right so it's going to be on their back so yes there's going to be some growth through those six to ten that those four years between six and ten and uh, six and twelve there's going to be growth and strength but let's get our kids developing from that young age five six seven that's the time to be planting the seed of how important movement is
0: right i mean i've fellow at home for example and he's six and a half and he is by at least a head probably more the tallest in the class and then some of his pals are among the smallest mm-hmm. in the class does that matter
1: not so much i think in the past we've heard things like well they, you know he's you know my son our daughter is very tall they have a very long spine but really what we want what we're going to see is we're going to see th- the composite of their musculature and their spine together it's nothing is Nothing works on its own. Everything's working together. So the shape of your spine, your musculature, your ligaments, all the supporting tissues, they're all going to be working together to provide you with strength and balance. And that's what we want to foster. So, yes, you can have a taller person and a shorter, shorter person. And I see all ranges of sizes and shapes in my office. And all people can get back pain. So, so having one shape of spine doesn't make that much of a difference. Okay. I'm, when you deal with adults, I mean, have you ever
0: traced
1: a problem back to a heavy school bag? Not, uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. And again, it would be di- the, the way you would have to do to say, to say x-ray or MRI somebody prior to the problem. And follow them through, which I think would be an interesting experiment to do, a great study to do, is to have follow-up MRIs throughout a person's life so that you can kind see of on what a population happens. basis yes, to absolutely. see
0: what what impacts uh, on it. But, I mean, the other point is, you know, going back to your point about exercise and how important it is, and the truth of the matter is, pretty much everything carries some risk, doesn't it? So if Without if doubt. they are sporty, which is a good thing, or they walk a lot, or whatever it is. Unfortunately, you can fall or you can be injured, apparently innocuously. And, and that can cause
1: a back problem or a problem with another part of your body, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and so what I see often, so you, you have kind of two camps of people coming into the office. You, you'll have those who say, I know exactly when this happened to me. And, and what they're doing is they're trying to make the association by... yesterday I had no pain, and today I do. So therefore, something must have happened in that interim that's caused me to have the problem. And then you have the other people who say, I have no idea what I did or how this happened. I just woke up this way, or I just stepped one direction, and wham, I got this terrible pain. And the reality is that your problems are the result of how you've lived your life up to that point. So all the falls, all the accidents, all the toxicity... All the sitting. And on that basis,
0: then, if the problems are everything you've done in your life up to that point, can you
1: make changes that will positively affect your life? Without a doubt. So the more you move, the better your body likes it. There's no two ways about that. At any age? At any age. You're never too old. You're never too young. That's a fact. So I get a lot of my older patients to start doing more exercise, and you can clearly see the changes in them. Right. And getting your spine checked, going to the chiropractor, getting your spine checked, making sure that your spine is functioning well, that's that's vitally important. That will help you function better at any age. Mm. How did you get interested in this, Ed? So for me, it was, um, I, had, I had the idea that I was going to go to uh, either, I was going to go, to go into sports medicine or chiropractic. That was my idea going into college. And uh, then my love for music took over. And so I I initially got my degree in music. But then I decided, no, I was going back to school. And I went back, uh, did pre-med, and then went back to chiropractic school after that. So uh, it was kind of my second uh, attempt at college. So I did two, well, three degrees in all. Bizarre question. Any link between music and what you do now? So there's a tremendous link. Because um, so for me, I saw I played classical guitar and I suffered terribly as a a young man. And even as a in my early teens with sciatica pain raging down the back of my leg. And and as a musician, anybody who plays classical classical music knows how much practicing is involved. So I would sit in a chair and I remember looking at my chair every day thinking, how am I going to face into six hours of practice today? Because the pain would be after 15 minutes, the pain would be raging down my leg. So I lived with that for years until I got my first adjustment at 26 really and within two weeks I saw tremendous changes in my own physiology how my body worked so uh and you know anybody who comes to the office or anybody who's been to a chiropractor would have similar stories like that
0: isn't that amazing
1: and so it's uh it's it's been a tremendous boon to so it allowed me to function so much better Uh, It it allows you to sit when you need to sit. It allows you to move better when you're moving. Hmm. And that's what I want.
0: You see, I mean, I I had a bit of rib pain and it kind of lasted for three or four months earlier in the year. And it was probably the first time I'd ever had any kind of consistent pain. You know, as my wife kept telling me, you're not that bad. And I wasn't that bad. But it did teach me for the first time a lesson. About what it must be like for people who have to live with
1: chronic pain. Well, so whether it's chronic pain or very acute pain, so the thing can, things can spiral out of control very quickly for people. And so you could have somebody who gets intermittent pain and it's mild enough and they, whatever, they may take a painkiller or just walk it off or whatever. But then one day it reaches a level that they can't tolerate at all. And a lot of times the drugs won't touch it. And so people can struggle and it can seem, like I said, very innocuous at first until it's not. And unfortunately, waiting until we're at that point is it's costly. It's costly physically. It's costly to your health. It's costly to your job. It's costly in many ways. Right. And we know statistically that one of the biggest problems in uh, in the workplace is loss of time at work due to injuries. Mm. Right. And back. Back issues are probably one of the most common things that people suffer with. And do you think that
0: it should be absolutely from day one, part of the school curriculum, posture, understanding, biomechanics, in in a simple way, obviously, for younger children?
1: Yeah. Look, kids are very smart, and they they understand these things. Look, I've gone into schools, and I've spoken to younger classes in primary schools about, you know, chiropractic and health. And they are very quick to say, "Do you think that my headaches, yeah, uh, my headaches, or my back pain, or my knee pain could be coming, you know, because of me sitting too much?" They're very switched on. They get it. You know, you can't fool them. So yeah, they're they're very well aware. They should be. It, it should be reinforced at every stage. Hmm. And one other question related to
0: that with children: the fact that they grow and they grow at different rates and sparts and iron or whatever. Yeah. It, the growing process itself, should that ever cause a problem
1: or not? It's innate. It's who we are. You know, that's part of development. Are there some changes? There Are there some aberrations? Are there the, the occasional uh, thing that happens that we don't expect? Yeah, of course. But for the most part, growth is innate. It's mm-hmm. part of who we are. It's going to happen. You know, you don't have to think about it. It's not a conscious decision. It just, it's part of who we are. Finally, then, have you
0: noticed anything different as we've come out of the pandemic in your work?
1: No, I think probably the one thing I will say is I think people immediately relate the fact that they're at home working more and that's problematic to them. So they're spending longer hours on computers in maybe slightly worse conditions but also not giving themselves the breaks that they might have given in in their office environment and that's probably the biggest thing that i've seen that's different all right fascinating always great
0: to talk to you we thank you so much for thank coming you. in to us this morning that's dr ed sortillo chiropractor based in Dora doyle in limerick with some great advice there
1: your views your news your limerick today with joe net on live 95